Yo, 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 you are now recording to the cloud. This is Villains and Vinyl, where hip-hop and nerd culture collide. I am CJ, one quarter of the coolest motherfuckers on the planet, and I am joined today by... It is I, number two, the maestro, the man who... You know, no, no, no. I'm, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna be nice today. We're, we're gonna keep it casual. It's me. It's your boy Queen. I'm gonna throw it over to. I ain't being nice today. What's wrong with you, Queen? It is he. It is me. It's your boy Tequila T, aka Johnny Storm. We gonna bring the heat. We back. Villains of Vinyls. I'm passing to Mr. Number Four himself. Fourth quarter to a dollar. The darkest D. Dynamite D, greedy D, lots of D's going on in here. How y'all been? Hope you're doing well. Uh, I like the alliteration, man. Always. I'll be friend out of the situation with D's. Dastardly over here. Devastatingly deadly. We we Dirt just letting y'all know we were well raised. <laughs> oh god. The, the, we'll, yeah, we're not we're not gonna go back to that. Like Nightstick is on another pod. Like <laughs> For those of y'all who hadn't listened, please go out and listen to like our VCW episode. Trust me, like you will not be disappointed. It goes off the rails at the very end of it, but it's worth it. VCW, 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 VCW. With superstars like Milf Mover and Nightstick. <laughs> but anyway, on that note, that's also a- those are also good rapper names for like an eclectic rap group. Milk Mover hey, there Yeah. Yeah, there you, there, there you go right there, T. Like, that's, that's some like weird trip-hop shit. Milk Mover, <laughs> a.k.a. the Cougar Conqueror. Okay. Tell you, man, it's your venture into another level of like uh, hip-hop right there. Oh, man, but let's get into it, man. I'm going to start a self-defense class for mature women and call it Cougar Kai. <laughs> oh well, okay. Y'all don't even know what to say to that, bro. <laughs> like, usually I have a witty retort, but none needed. Um, yeah. So you just threw me off. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> let's get into some new music, man. Because this is partly a hip hop podcast. There's plenty of time for the nerdish at the end, but there was. So many good projects that we got to talk about. Boop, 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 boop. And we back, baby. What's goody? Oh, man. So many good. I, I'm going to let Quinn kick it off, man. Tell me what you... I know what you're going to say you were listening Oh, no, no, no. I mean, it's without, a, without a shadow of a doubt, like, you know I got to talk about it. You know we had been... There have been rumors. You know, there have been speculation. We had brought it up prior. Hell, I brought it up prior. That it was going to eventually happen. And it finally did. That Benny the Butcher dropped and it was straight fire. Oh, oh, if we weren't recording right now, I, I would go listen to it again. Bruh. Like, Does that's, anybody that's real. here not like it? Let me ask that question. Crickets. Fair enough. Just had to ask, you never know. Different opinions, you know. <laughs> I Everybody think this like, podcast is very pro Griselda. <laughs> that is fair. But we didn't even realize that we are Griselda podcast on the low. We are. That is how integrated. Yeah, that is that is how integrated 
uh, into like music right now, Griselda is. But the fact that shoot, I got on Facebook and my homeboy, like the first ad that I saw of the day was man, that Benny, like that Benny the Butcher was like legit straight fire. Oh, okay, okay. And then four more posts about it. <laughs> they Griselda doing work this year. Yeah. Griselda been putting in work this year. Somebody said, I'm gonna ask you, D, because you're a New York dude. I saw somebody post it somewhere that we have not seen a New York run of rap like this from a crew since Wu Tang. I'm gonna ask, I'm just asking. I'm not saying it's true, I'm not saying it's false. I'm just asking. I'm gonna have to think on it, but it's sounding pretty accurate right now. Hmm. I'm thinking on it though. Like of of this quality, I was like, because I mean, I mean, they put out you know stuff together, stuff solo, all three of them back together. Yeah, like and and like all of it hitting right now. I get you, but I guess it depends on how you feel about um, Cam and Diplomats. I said what I said. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I thought about that, and I was like, "Mm." Mm. but you gotta think about it. No matter what, run. I like I thought about the they rough had a run, but like, even mm. Jim Jones albums weren't as good as the rest of the collective at that time. He's evolved a lot. To be fair, Jim Jones albums were better than they should have been anyway. Yeah, but we're not doing that. We but I don't them think there's better than anything <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's going on right now. Yeah, that doesn't sound like you know that doesn't sound like a a, a, a big up on that one. That just sounds like. Hey, you were okay. You got slightly no, better. I'm, no, I'm no, I'm gonna ride this one. I'm gonna say since I know you asked D that, but I think Dipset had a run since Wu Tang. I don't no, think they had no. I, I will say as maybe Dipset had the Wu Tang is still going. Wu Tang is after Wu Tang, but that run isn't as strong as this run is right here. Yeah, mm. I get what you're saying. I don't know though. You gotta remember 2002 when they were running. Look, bro, they the only running. reason they're not even going to be able to put out more crazy great stuff in 2020 is because 2020 go in. And no, they still got one more album. Come I know, and they still trying to pump it out, yeah. though. That's the problem. <laughs> That's true. Right. I get what you're saying, T, about Dipset, but I think you're underestimating the strength of every member of Griselda. Oh, no, I'm not, because I love them. That's what I'm saying. I'm just every member might be a bias. Dipset was might not be a strong, bias. bro. That's just a funny yeah, at time. It's like they're... <laughs> All three members of Griselda right now are, I mean. No, I get pick, what you're saying. Pick no. a CD. Pick one. They're, <laughs> they're, they're, he- like, they're heavyweights when it comes to, like, the material they drop. And the thing is with Dipset, T, you know the structure of, like, a solid crew because you are a Power Ranger fan. Are you not? Say that again? You know the solid, you know the structure of, like, you know, a solid like squad. You're a Power Ranger fan, are you not? Of course. All right. Now, if you break it down, who definitively like which Power Ranger crew was legit the crew? What do you mean? Like, are you t- picking oh, out of like, all like, of them? Because I'm yeah, not like, just out the, out of the one? The Zio. F all the mother was. I'm sorry. I might need to give them a chance. It's only Mighty Morphin for me, and then no, nah, only do Zio. Man, but it goes back to Mighty Morphin. Mighty Morphin is still the one that's putting out stuff for it, even though it is not aired in years. 
Uh, Griselda, like the hair, just that. How are we talking Griselda and Power Rangers? Is what I'm I'm trying to. I was trying to figure out this point too. I'm trying to. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, let me bring it home home now. All right, let me bring it home because when it comes down to when it comes down to you got your definitive, like you got your definitive group of what we know every single name in that group because they all stand as being. The like you know key members. We got Benny the Butch. We got Conway the Machine. We got West Saga. Like they released albums, right? All back to back within the span of this year. So when we talk about Griselda, you know, much like Power Rangers, we got uh, we talk about the Black Ranger. Who's the Black Ranger? We know it's Zach. Who's the Red Ranger? We know it's like like we know it's uh, Jason. Who's the Green Ranger? We know it's Tommy. Like and, and so on and so forth with this. So yeah, they are a drama. What? Wait a minute, If you want to do a Power Ranger episode, me and you could do one. Are could, you sober, Quinn? I need Quinn to know. still stay sane. I don't understand <laughs> how that made any sense. Thank yeah, you. Quinn, are you sober? You good, bro? Yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I just have not had that much sleep today. Oh, yeah, okay. I was trying to shut it down. Both points. You know every member of Dipset. You know every member of Griselda. You know every member of. Rough the opinions of Fibro does not represent opinions of all of the villains. But when it comes, like, but when it comes down to it, I'll say like I'll say this: Dipset, we are far, like, we're far from like you know cold summer like drops. Dipset, they had they run, but it wasn't a Wu Tang run. It wasn't a Griselda like controlling the year, even when they can't do concerts run. I can feel that. I go, okay. And Dipset is like the Z Fighters. <laughs> Together they have a strong, Yo, strong what run. Do do? Okay. Look, I, I, I hit you my analogy. Okay. <laughs> Together they swole, but they are literally swole off the backs of like two or three of them. Who 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 pick in the group though? See, I, I ain't trying to go that deep. Wait, exactly. I'm that deep. <laughs> I'm keeping my short and simple. We trying to keep. It's not They had a good. They had a great. They had a good run, but it's off the backs of like two or three of them. The other but ones, yeah, they were there and they put in work, but it's not really that great. There's nothing to write home about. Oh my yeah, God. yeah. I mean, what, what I was trying to get at though is like, yeah, Griselda is kind of. They're kind of pushing to be like you know, uh, similar to how Wu Tang is. Like they've been consistent. They got lyrics. Hey, I can't really say who's the weakest out of the group at all. I can, but that's another story. Well, they say, hey. <laughs> why need this story? Yeah, I, mean, I want to know. Weakest, yeah. but for me, I'm interested. I get tired, I, as much, and I love all the albums. So don't get it twisted. But I think I will listen to West Side last, or I have to sometimes be more in the mood for West Side more than the other two albums. Like I prefer, I can put both Conway and Benny's album on right now, no matter what. West Side can still do that, but at the same time for. I guess West got West Side sound all around. Sometimes I get, you know. Okay. Like if it soon becomes background noise. But we're saying who's the worst. I mean, what's your criteria? Because then Miles would yeah. be, are you saying he's maybe the worst rapper? Yeah, but he'll even tell you that because he's not a rapper. But, yeah, no. That's, yeah. no that's, that's why I was like, it's not even when I shouldn't say weakest, but when I'm saying he asked me how to do it. Like, when, if I'm listening, that's how I'm looking at the albums right now. As far as I haven't figured out which one's the best of the three, 
But right now, I don't feel like I can put Con. I can put all three of them on, but I'm gonna put Conway or Benny's on before I put Westside on. Yeah, I mean, but one can make the argument Westside makes the best consistent albums out the crew. Oh, bro, that pray for Paris was a shame, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> one can say. Because like, I'm over you. here like, I'm pretty sure I like Benny the best. I'm pretty sure. But like, my my history ain't showing that right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your history's on that uh, pray for Paris. <laughs> That that's my shit right there. I mean, I just I'm about that life. Yeah, I mean, they got they got, they got the structure of a solid crew. They got good production. They put out like you know legit good bangers. Yeah, honestly, I like I get what he's going. Yeah, but yeah, CJ has a point. He did put he is in a rap. So we with, with Griselda, you can't really. They all are strong on their own like merit. So that's the thing. They swole, man. Whether it be lyrically or just like you know how, or how album like, yeah, or how the albums get put together, like they're a solid group. They swole. They the shield of hip hop. I'm sorry, y'all. We 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 just we 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 just dove too deep in the Griselda, but yes, that Benny the Butcher, like. Oh, now, don't well, apologize again. This is a Griselda podcast, homie. <laughs> I told you it's Griselda South, and this is where nerd culture and hip hop collide. Cause I swear, y'all with them analogies, y'all was hitting it, so. <laughs> Yo, you said that T.I. out yet? Oh, yeah. T.I. Oh, that did come out. Oh, yeah. I bet it was great. Ne- never mind the nigga from New York. He hey, I like, gave him his props. I'm sure it is fine. You know, T.I. <laughs> just keeps proving he has one of the most adaptable flows ever. Yep. T.I.'s great. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I am giving him as much. Look, I ain't never been this nice about Jordan. That's true. Uh, okay, okay. Look, we gonna don't start that again. I'm just yeah, saying. We don't start that again. Ti is a fine rapper. He does what he does, and it okay. is successful. More power to. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> See, because you about to hate. You about to hate. I was. I was. I you, stopped myself, though. I, I, was getting a, I stopped myself. I was getting a, he's a great, like, I was getting a, he's a great artist who makes art. But is it good art? It's art. It's fine. It's Y'all good. some haters. <laughs> oh, I, 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 no, I like I'm not hating. You know I'm a tip fan. Like, I like that that album was is it as good as Benny? No, no, because it's not as cohesive. Yeah, you know, he just kind of had a bunch of features, kind of did what worked. But I like the songs. I like he had his son on there. Like, that that yo, that joint yeah, was that joint. Jumani was dope. Conway was dope because it's kind of mm-hmm. since we're gonna continue with Griselda, Benny was dope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's how good Griselda is. They are on everybody album right now. Yeah. But yeah, hey, real hey, quick. What's that? Back, what's back to Griselda, that joint with Freddie Gibbs. That Yo. Way flight. DJ, you was reading my head right then. Yo, that track is fire. I mean, let's face it, this is the only album we really need to talk about. Like, I like T.I., but this is the album we need to talk about. Mm-hmm. So there's been a bunch of burden of proof. That one way flight with Freddie Gibbs. God. Oh, and if y'all haven't listened to it, y'all should go do that. Yeah. So then let me ask yeah, y'all this. Do that now. What did y'all think of the production? Because I've, I've heard 
thoughts about people not liking it, not liking the production, loving Benny because Benny don't do a whack verse, but not liking the production. I love the production because it was cohesive at the same time. It, I felt like it it didn't put I ain't say it got Benny out of the element, but it was good to hear him on some different beats, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. I mean I agree with you, but there is a, a vocal group out there that's like, nah man, like I don't like the production. Like and I feel like Hit Boy gets that a lot with his production. Mm, I like because I found myself like after no after verses going off and the beat still going like to drop a little bars like, oh shoot this beat hot yeah I I like the production on that because it's what we want from J Cole me and you we talk about how you want him somebody to do like an album with producers and not his own you know what I'm saying yeah oh yeah definitely definitely so yeah I, I, I had no problem with production. Yeah, I had no no issues whatsoever. No, but I I mean like legit, a forty minute album with Lil Wayne, Big Sean, Freddie Gibbs, Rick Ross, and then they did like you know a crew track on it too, like War Paint. You nah nah nah, you you you, you can't beat this though. Like this, yeah. When I like when I stayed up and actually waited for this to drop, so. Okay, so then what will makes this... me so mad? I just got to put it out there. My Ooh. mom does not like Griselda. What? I was just so sure. I guess she's just like in that age group now where like you just don't like new music. Is she a hip hop head? She is. Oh, okay. She well. says they're too they're too raunchy for her. And I'm like, what? What? Mom, yeah. I was, about to say. <laughs> I was like, what? That's age. And now I was like, this woman put me on the Wu Tang. This woman put me on the DMX. <laughs> and DMX oh. is way. DMX. <laughs> like, what? Hey, I feel you. Not trying <gasps> to call because I don't want to call my mom out on the podcast, but I remember when she started I'm calling her out. I'm calling her out. <laughs> That's my boo. If y'all call her out in the comments, I'm showing up, but I'll call her out. <laughs> my mom started. I, I was playing something one day. My mom, like, that's kind of vulgar. And I'm looking at my mom, who used to let me borrow her little Kim Hardcore album. I'm like, for real, ma? For real. Say what you will, man. But we still, got, we, we still got love for fight, ma. We still got love for her, you know, even if she don't see eye to eye. Oh, um, Griselda, it's okay. It's okay. We gonna get it, though. I'm gonna have to let her listen to the, these new ones. That that first Griselda, that first Griselda CD was kind of was rough for the over 65 crowd, I see. Yeah, man. I never I never sold a break in my life. I feel like I have a pretty good idea how to because of hip-hop. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like I know the steps. <laughs> like, I ain't never done it, but, like, I feel like I could do that, Jack. Like, like, I, I, I feel I know like... how to go about doing it. <laughs> yeah. So, especially so, if she I was I feel a... like Griselle to be putting out, be putting out, mo- like, street motivational, like, <laughs> albums. Look, bro, if you put enough time and effort in it, you too. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah, about to say, that shit is a manual. <laughs> you putting on manuals. <laughs> so, especially if your mom's like a 90s hip-hop head, I'm like, yo, that's nothing but drug dealer manuals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jay. Yeah, she a big Jay-Z fan. Jay, Z, come on, let's be real. Now, oh, to be fair, Jay is not as, I guess, 
raunchy as nah, he ain't as a aggressive, aggressive. Sound, yeah like his his, his, his his sound is a little bit more digestible so i could see that like, but he was teaching you yeah but it's nowhere near like what grizel did do it sure ain't yeah like, <laughs> like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> uh, jay-z was like hey look you know i was out in these streets Stay out these streets. Griselda's like, no. No, nah, he ain't say stay streets. out of them first. No, so don't, hold on, don't do that. He, he done turned an eye open to shop on these streets. Let's, 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 let's not add a reasonable doubt. Yeah. But even in reasonable doubt, he was like a drug dealer with a conscience. Yeah, of course. Yeah, like, Most of them are. Yeah, nah, not the way Jay-Z was. Nah. <laughs> but back, yeah, but Griselda, yeah. Uh, it's a manual. Straight <laughs> like, yeah. manual. And these last two projects by Benny and Conway have been a little bit more mainstream sound. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean that in like I can see where some of the hardcore Griselda fans don't like it, but I don't mind seeing artists experiment with production because they still did it without coming off as trying hard, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, it, it it was what like you know what you would expect from an out like a well put together album you know like they had it had some good features on there it had killer production I mean what more could you ask for like because I remember you was telling me about it earlier CJ and how like yeah some people you would some people didn't like it like, like the production it's just like, hey what? yo tell them haters if they didn't like the album just go listen to the mixtape and he's more drop another mixtape and wait for that chill out because the album was dope. Yeah. Hey, I don't like the album now. That's like yeah. saying D is a T. I, well, fair enough. <laughs> oh, don't bring that back. Don't bring that back. Right. <laughs> if you're disappointed by the album, just realize that it's an album he experimented. But don't act like he, you know, like CJ said, he didn't switch up. Mixtape, another mixtape would be out. Just enjoy the project. Let it rock again. See what you like. There's good stuff about it. If you don't like it, Next week there'll be another project. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like, exactly. Like it'll be another one. But we are doing a disservice to one of the greatest MCs to ever grip a mic. We have not talked about Black Thought's project. Oh. Oh, that was Black nasty Thought. too. Mm-hmm. I gotta listen to that today. Yeah, that streams of thought volume three, Kane and Abel. As you know, we got your track on there, T that you like. Good morning. Good morning, yeah. But he got a tra- he got a track on there with Schoolboy Q called Stakem. Uh oh. Uh oh. I can't. Is the beat hard? Please tell me. Schoolboy. Schoolboy murder. Schoolboy will fuck around. Yo, you have Schoolboy on the track. You fuck around with a great track, man. Yeah, Schoolboy fucking murdered that thing. School it made me mess up, man. Fun, like when he Schoolboy be having fun when he gets features. Yeah, it made me mess up, man. That project was definitely really good. I really encourage you to listen to that if you have not. Uh, a lot of good project, a lot of good um, songs on that project. So definitely listen to it, man. Definitely listen to it. Oh, by the way, for my trap heads, this is just, you know, I know all y'all aren't that. But So Icy Gang Volume 1 came That's- out by Gucci oh, Mane. Really? I saw that drop. <laughs> You got really? dang right. If you know, you, you know, bro. Oh, I gotta go ahead and get on that. Yeah, like Today. I mean, we, we taught that lyrical multi-verbal shit. All right, that's cool. But sometimes 
I just want to sell dope and fuck side chicks. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I feel you. <laughs> Sometimes it's just what I want to do. Like, you know, I don't need I don't, to save the world to there, be yeah. introspective. Let me be ignorant track. sometimes. You know, yeah, I know. But yeah, I cannot wait. That I got. I listened to parts of it and I liked it because I just like ignorant shit from time to time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the sun was out. I was feeling real ignorant. So I was like, I, right there with you. Yeah. So definitely listen to that, man. All right. Any other hip hop news? Anything y'all want to get into? Those are kind of the albums, but. Any other hip hop stuff y'all want to talk about? Oh, to make somebody mad for some reason, I've had a lot of like women that I know that I would never think come up to me and tell me that they, they love Tory's new album. <laughs> okay, hmm. but is that mm-hmm. shocking? I don't think that's no, for, for the people who it was. For me, like very, you know they what I'm saying. That part of cancel culture. They keep that. I was like, hmm, trash out. Well, I don't have a strong opinion on it. I only listen to like one or two tracks. You like, know, nah. I can, I can truthfully say I have no idea how good or how bad the album. Yes, is. I can't be because it got I, zero play over here. Yeah. For obvious yeah, I reasons. To make a point that I, it was just I can't believe like there's more people that's listening to it than you think. Yeah, but still not a lot. Not to me because people were still bumping. Oh, what's his old rainbow hair name? I forget it. Snitchy McSnitchface. Takashi. Double copper. <laughs> yeah, people played his stuff too. People gonna listen. That's fine. Go ahead, say CJ. We still listen to Michael. Oh no! What are you gonna talk about that? Like, I mean, it's what it is. Like, you know, people do still listen to Michael, which is crazy to me. But um, I'm also not one of those people. <laughs> yeah, but to be, you know, like I'm not shocked that people listen to the album. Like, people don't really care. Like, we're gonna be blunt. <laughs> like, yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot on Twitter and all that other stuff. But at the end of the day. Yeah, I'm too. I only follow that one. Need to get. Uh, we need to get a little young head on squad to keep up the Twitter shit. No, what I mean by that is just social media. You go to Facebook. Like, there's a lot of social media. No, I'm just saying. Period. Like, I don't even keep it up with the gossip news anymore. I just keep it up with the news, like movies, like what's about to come out. I don't care about none of that drama. Yeah, no, I don't mean clicking on the shit. I personally like. But how's you know, this? Wait a minute, I'm confused. How, this is this, this is the topic you brought up. So how's that like? Oh no, drama? what I'm saying is I don't <laughs> go into the deep dive unless it's like you know what I'm saying. I'll be going in to see like Twitter responses and theories and stories on situations. I just thought it was funny, and I'm sorry, probably because I'm smoking. I'm thinking everything. It was just funny, like I said, the two like a few of the women that I, like I would never think to go listen to the album after everything's happening or the ones coming up to me like, yo, T, check that out? Nah, not yet, nah. Yeah, I, I personally, like, I've listened through it, mainly, you know, just to see. And I'm okay. only trying to start a deep discussion. I'm just saying something. I'm sorry. Sorry, uh, guess. No, no, no. You, you just put it out there. You speak your mind. That's what this whole podcast is about. That's what we do. But yeah, I mean, the reason why I call it a trash album was because, honestly, I feel like Considering, like, some for me, it's the whole separating the artist, like, the uh, art from the artist, and I just won't particularly a fan of his. And 
he's how that was just how he acted outside of it. I mean, you can be a you can be a dope artist, but you know, as far as your public image go, you just keep fucking around like and you just you yeah, it it just didn't resonate with me because I'm still on that point of why I don't like him. Yeah, now you know. Yeah, like for him, also, I don't think that's the right time to release an album. Yeah, that was my thing about it. That's why. I, yeah, uh, like whether he, if you think he didn't do it, I'm not saying you specifically. I'm just saying in general. Even if you think he didn't do it, right? Even if he, you know, you think he didn't do it, like he should be coming out and being like, nah, like you know, I didn't do this. Like releasing interviews and shit. Don't say it to me through a song. Right, yeah, exactly. I know you're just trying to promote it. Like, and I was, yeah. you know, get your hustle, I guess. But there are better ways to handle the situation that that is that serious. That only work in certain situations, like August Alcina. Well, no, 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 but no. But did no. it work? Did entanglements work? And a entanglements is nowhere near this. But to be fair, <laughs> that's like, certain situations. That's all I said. But did entanglements work? No, Not another week. Just... We just know his name at this point, you know. We got him another week, and it worked for Jada and Will. Yeah, it didn't work for Rick Ross though. But I'm gonna yeah. give you a better. I'm, I'm gonna give you a better example though. Like no more Power Ranger examples, man. Go go listen to Tori's album, like on repeat. <laughs> but I'm gonna give you a better example, RTJ. Because you remember, like, when all that happened, they were gonna originally release it. And then they were like, all right, well, it would be better for us to be like, no, we're just going to release this album for free because we feel like it helped people. He was already caught up in some and then decided, you know what? Well, I'm going to play off of the publicity I got and I'm just going to release the album. You could have sat on it for a while. It it shows that he just doesn't care. You know, money is money when it comes to this situation. And that's why I don't respect him as an artist. Trash human beings and all continue to be trash. Yeah. And I have literally spoken about him too much, so he gets nothing from me. He still doesn't have no more time than R. Kelly claimed himself the Pied Piper while he was on court for the kids. So next segue, CJ. Oh, okay. All right. Segue into something. Say what you will. (laughs) R. Kelly still moved them units. I'm just just saying, if we're going to, I'm saying, if you're going to sell your morals, at least be successful. I'm gonna step step right into the nerds, go. Like, yeah. like, don't sell your soul. To, don't sell your soul to be a B plus player. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to say, don't be becoming amoral to flop. Like that's not the bit. Like if you're selling your soul, that means Earth should be as good as it can because you're gonna be here. Because once you're done, you're done. So I'm just saying, he sold his soul to flop. But anyway, <laughs> um, okay. So we're gonna move on to the nerd stuff. Um, speaking of flops, Green Lantern. So as you all know, <laughs> you like how I did that though. Man, just hey man, you he made it at this point. Don't don't come for me. <laughs> you had you had a Power Rangers Griselda analogy. Don't. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out. <laughs> bro, you, you, bro, bro, you smoked out of your mind right now. Just, we'll, I'll I'll give you a, a chart and everything later for this. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, we go as you may know. There's a new HBO Max series coming with the Green Lanterns. It's been announced. And they confirmed some of the Green Lanterns 
Alan Scott is one of them confirmed. Jessica Cruz as well. Simon Baz, which is a newer one. Um, Guy Gardner, which a lot of people know and appreciate. You got Sinestro, which you gotta have. Kilowog, I personally fuck with. So noticeably out of those names are Hal Jordan and John Stewart. The rumor is that DC wants to keep them for the DCEU. Which makes perfect sense if you ask me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, T, I know this is your thing. What are your thoughts on it? I mean, I think that's a dope idea. I, more than likely, they'll still hint at them somewhere off doing, you know, working on something else. But I guess that's actually a pretty good idea because you now have a cast of characters. You will touch the lore of the original Green Lantern from like the um, Justice Society. Um, and they're going to, you know, connect that to the um, newer Green Lantern lore. You have the two, like you said, you have two newer Green Lanterns and the Jessica Cruz and um, Simon Bass. And I know Jessica Cruz is Quinn's girl, so I'm going to let him talk about her in a little bit. Uh, Kilowog, like he says, Kilowog is, for some reason, though, I think Kilowog is also a fan favorite on a local. He's also been on the TV show and in the movie. And then car- that, TV though, was, that TV show was um, the cartoon show that was on Cartoon Network. was underrated, by the way. Yeah, it make me um, sad that we ain't going to get Michael Clark Duncan to voice, you know, because that was perfect. Makes me also think, it's not a prequel, but if we're going to have G- Sinestro as Green Lantern. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Who grabbing on some chips? Not I. Hey, me. <laughs> I don't know. Somebody grabbing on something. Somebody right, did it. You- I know y'all hear that. Right <laughs> I know y'all hear that. I know I'm not the only uh-huh. one. Okay. Uh-huh. I'm just making sure somebody grubbing on something. See, I don't got that quiet as I'm trying to listen. I'm trying to see who the, the imposter is. Now we all trying to listen now. Who is it? Yeah, like you playing that imposter Zoom game. You asking for the sus over there, man. Yeah. Like, so don't man, go lying to me. fun, man. I guess it's fair that it's not TJ because he brought it up. I'm just, yeah, but, but, anyway, but he could have self-reported, though. He could have self-reported the fool any one of us, though. Hmm. Why would I self-snitch? Make it look like it, won't you? Among us. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, my bad. Back to the... That was just... (laughs) One of you all... That was a relevant (laughs) reference of 2020. (laughs) You see? You see what just happened? (laughs) Yeah. That was no trust. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What are you a bastard? But anyway, my bad. Team. I didn't mean to interrupt you. What was your uh, finish up your take? No, that was like yeah, it's, I think it's gonna be pretty dope. It's interesting. I think it's gonna be more so laying the groundwork because, like I said, it starts with Sinestro in the Greenland, of course. So we we get to see that turn, and I'm looking excited. I'm I'm excited for it. Yeah, definitely, man. And and it makes me happy that they're saving Hal and John for the DCEU because those are two people, like, let's be real, those are the two most popular Green Lanterns, you know? So I think you can have them. And it also speaks to what DC is trying to build, which is the same thing Marvel's trying to build, too, to be fair, of that connection between TV and movies. Because at this point, if you want that HBO Max, bro, it's becoming... From what I'm hearing, a really good deal. I don't have it, but I'm I'm severely thinking about getting it just so I can watch Love Crowd Country. But anyway, back to Green yeah. Lantern. So what are your thoughts on it, D? 
Um, so I'm as interested in it as I can get about Green Lantern things. Um, okay. For me, uh, I don't care that much about Green Lantern. That's right. But I 12. would like it to see it done well because it's also been <laughs> real hard to care about being done so poorly. That's right. Fuck 12. Fuck space ass cops. <laughs> That's what they are, though. I mean, really. Literally what they are. <laughs> Defund Green Lanterns. <laughs> They'll start, CJ. Defund, Defund the Lantern Corps. Watch that be a storyline in two years. <laughs> you say two. <laughs> I'm about to say, hey, when the out. show come out, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they hey, probably going to get already... some. <laughs> hey, look, they already got Simon. They already got Simon Bassman, and you know his whole story on how like they brought him in on fake terrorist charge. So. Oh my God! This probably should be the title of the podcast: Defund the Land of Corp. <laughs> All right, there you go. Making it happen. Like fuck twelve, man. How George should be in jail for all shit. Man, that and that, nah, Gardner, man. that is Gardner fair. Is straight up. Man. That is fair. That's why. That's why Bruce don't trust him. Well, Bruce didn't. Man, Bruce don't trust anyone, but him and what's his name don't get along. He doesn't believe that. He don't believe the whole that how is fully possessed or you know you know what I'm saying? He don't feel like he was well, Bruce is the last control. one to talk, man. There's a paraplegic out there right now in Gotham Medical because Bruce Wayne beat his ass and didn't want to kill him. I'm a Batman So fan. for one, Bruce Wayne didn't do those things. Batman did. And okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Hey, he got that, he got that re- you know he why got they're that. different, CJ? Because that same paraplegic can't go ahead and tell and have Bruce Wayne in jail for it because ain't nobody arresting Batman. Yeah, Batman just go after criminals and like the like you know the people that need help. It's like Bruce Wayne goes to jail. Place to do that. So like defund Bruce Wayne has an address. <laughs> defund Atlanta Court. Fuck Wayne Enterprises. All capitalist pieces of crap. And Air on another DC fun. note, see, see, we DC theme. So fuck twelve. Fuck Atlanta Court. Fuck Wayne Enterprises. <laughs> anyway, we got to talk about the real hero of the people, Static Shock. Let's talk about it. The movie has been announced, as you know, back at DC Fandom. They released yesterday, Michael B. Jordan and his um, production company are going to be producing the film. Initial thoughts. I am all for it, you know? Like, I feel like this is a project they've been pushing for so long and teasing and never really pulling the trigger on it, you know? And I feel like now (laughs) is the time to do it, you know, where people's interests are in there because they want to see you know, black heroes and static was always a favorite amongst like, you know, amongst like, you know, people of color. Mm-hmm. You know, they hell at one point, like it was the go to when you got home from school, you saw Static Shock was on. You watched it. It had some heavy episodes, but it was entertaining. You know, when you read the comic, to have like a, a comic book company, you know, in itself be able to give you stuff that's relatable, you know? Like and that's why I enjoy it like so much, uh, and that's why I'm really, really hyped for this because it's about damn time. They were talking about bringing him in on Black Lightning, and it's like, well, how? You know, how would you do that when it's its own thing? Static 
is his own character. We need a static shockwave. Man, you know static was about to be the three J of the Arrowverse. Oh no, no, and I am glad they backed away from that. <laughs> like he was about to come in about season four, about season five, when that shock's about to end. But yeah, I am grateful that they're doing the movie. Nah, you know they're about to have they're about to have him static be um Jefferson's son when somehow there was a small separation that the kids didn't know about. Oh, no. We, we, we good on that one. But, yeah, nah. I am happy for it. Um, I do think Michael B. Jordan, it helps to have a nerd in there. Yep. Yeah. Right? Who, somebody who grew up really appreciating the material. I With really money. enjoy. With money. Michael that helps B. Jordan has, has proven himself to be a straight-up nerd. Yeah. Like, so that always is comforting when somebody who you know cares about the source material is going to be handling it, mm. you know? And to be fair, you know, Michael B. Jordan has a, a good history with comic books. So I'm going to give him mm-hmm. the benefit of the doubt, make sure he does his, I hope he does his thing. I think it's going to be good. I think it was a smart choice by DC as well. Um, so, yeah, definitely good news on that one. Whew, that is good news. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm happy for yeah. that. I, you know Jamie Foxx is still scheduled to play Spawn, right? <laughs> That's like cool. Like, happened. I have no problem. Jamie yeah, Foxx to me is how you view Will Smith. It's hard to see him as anything but Jamie Foxx. I go no, the only reason why I brought it up because I was I know he was signed on his lecture again, but I heard he had got cast as Spawn like a couple years ago. You ever heard yeah. anything? Once Honestly, bro, bro, take, just bring bro, that Michael J. It. White. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. As a, matter of fact, as a matter of fact, Michael J. White would make a good John Stewart. He would. He would. Yeah. He would. There's a couple, but there's a couple people who would make a good John Stewart, though. That's another. Look, honestly, there's only two people I want to see as John Stewart. Ooh, who? Michael J. White. Idris Elba. Oh, but Idris already in the DC universe. I know. That's why I'm sad by it. Because <laughs> I think that's just okay. a failing to catch. I mean, that's interesting. Like, but I don't know. There's there's a lot of people I think. I could see the dude from Lovecraft. Oh, uh, he's not. No. I could see. Um, Somebody Kang? Yeah, I could see him kind of. Uh, there's a couple other people. Um... Yeah, there's a couple people I could see. I could see when somebody was doing a fan cast and they said Lance Gross, which I could see. Yeah, I could see it. I could see. I could see Tay Diggs as one too. Yeah, yeah, no, I couldn't see. I couldn't oh, don't, see. Don't hurt Tyrese's feelings. I couldn't see. Uh, I could see him, man. Tyrese, no, no, no. I could see him Tyrese. more than Tay Diggs. Somebody said Omari Hodrick too. Or had I think, and I'm not trying to be funny. I think you really need somebody dark skin for John Stewart. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like so, I personally think it's colorism if he's not dark skin. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I say, I said it. Mm. We get mad all the time, like they make a movie, The Last Samurai, have to be a white person. That's cool. That's cool. And people get mad, you know, that Starfire ended up being a black woman. That's cool. That's cool. Can dark-skinned people be dark-skinned? Is that, is that okay? 
Oh, as one of the resident dark skinned people on this podcast, I completely yeah, agree I mean, with you. <laughs> I mean, let's put it this way light skinned people get to be cast as black roles often enough. I'm outnumbered. <laughs> it's okay, like, right? It's okay. This ain't this ain't your argument. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. I'm about to say, bro, you better not even speak. You can't speak now. I'm just playing. <laughs> to be fair, what you about to say, Harry right, D? Go ahead, talk to us, Drake. Talk to us. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead, Miss Bone. Let me get it, right? Get it. Right. It's your fault. Right. I ain't gotta say shit. I'm just listening. No, no, you about to say to be fair. I mean, you about no, to. No, I was being funny. Honestly, about to say, come on. Yeah, like you know, my my storm could have been darker. My storm could have been darker. I'm not a hip hop conservative. If anything, I'm more independent. I like Killer Mike. I'm more along his lines. Don't try that, CJ. Mm -hmm. Just because I listen, just because I listen to people and give people a chance, don't mean I'm a conservative. Don't don't be my mama. Oh, T Owens. Anyway. Oh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying. Whatever. (laughs) But not. You know who's another good name they brought up though? Uh, uh, Trevante Rhodes, the dude from um. Uh, what's the movie? Oh, that would have been real good. About the guy coming of age as um, a gay man, as a gay black man. Oh, yeah. oh, you mean Moon Knight? Moon Knight? Moon Knight. Yeah, they were talking about the dude who played like the adult. Mm, okay. John Stewart, and they showed a picture, and I was like, word, I can see that. Especially if you, it all depends on how you casting in John Stewart, though. Are you casting them young? Or are you casting them? For like future movies, or are you going to cast them as middle age? Yeah, that does matter. Right. So, because when I think of John Stewart, I just think of an older John Stewart. Yeah, that's me. Too. Yeah, and and Travante and and Travante Rose though, like I, I'll say he was the best part of that terrible Predator movie though, like because he showed he can do the action stuff and be believable. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think of him as old too, but older too. But I also see the movie side of it and the business side of wanting to keep him stardom young. Yeah. So you can have age with you. Yeah. Because dude's thirty, so he could like he could already have in the background be that character that you know had like had already served enough like before he became a Green Lantern. Yeah. I'm Mike. If he if he wasn't playing Black Manta already, which he did a good role, y'all y'all Abdul. No, 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 that's that that different cat, different cat. No, but I get what he's saying. If he wasn't playing Black, yeah, no, no, Black Black Manta, he'll be my ring. That that was a that that was a different guy in Aquaman. That was Homeboy. Uh, I don't. If you hadn't seen like uh, Watchmen. I ain't giving away, but no, that was a... Oh, darn, darn, darn. That's what he's saying, Quinn. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Quinn. Yeah, yeah, Abdul, my team. That's what I'm saying was my pick. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were talking about like... <laughs> I was like, oh. No, I, that's who if I had a Green Lantern pick, but he's Black Manta already, so... But you do bring up an interesting point, though, uh, D, about its colorism mm-hmm. if he's not dark hand. That's interesting. Okay. I mean, I think so. Well, a lot of folks feel like that about Storm and casting. I brought that up. I was like, we already had a light enough Storm twice. So, you know, I let it slide twice. (laughs) I've seen a couple cats on YouTube, like a couple on um, white and black. I appreciated my my Luke Cage. I appreciated my Dr. Voodoo. I appreciated my Copperhead. I appreciated my Black Manna. And I want to appreciate my Hal George or my uh, my John Stewart. 
I mean, you want an actor that's going to put in the work and make that character believable, you know? If he light-skinned, I'll accept it. But if somebody asked me, he shouldn't have been. But I don't think DC's going to make that mistake. No, I don't think they are either. Like, they, cause, <laughs> I don't think so. Because you would not hear the end of it. But, yeah. like, I'm just, you know, I'm wonderful. Let's just keep this same energy. Just, just keep the same energy. <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, there's so there's there's so much that could go with a lot of these casts, especially for characters that we that they're they're good actors out there that could play it. It's like the Craven, the Hunter one. Like, there's a list of people that could pull it off. But wouldn't it be dope though if we got like Jason Momoa is craving a hunter. Bill, he's he's more of a Lobo than me. Well, but you know they ain't gonna give Lobo. But he's now. he's Aquaman. So Aquaman he's not about to be Lobo. Uh, well, people have yeah, like you, people have done across. I think he is rumored for Craven though, isn't he? Yeah, because they said it. Yeah, because they said Craven might be you know one of the villains in the Spider-Man MCU stuff, considering. How many people ain't there, you know, rumored to be cast? He better be the main the one. He better be the main one. That's all I'm saying. Like, it's just, it's maddening. Like, I think they're trying to jam too much in it, and it might be good, but it's going to do a disservice to some characters. Yeah. Yeah. I really do. I think it, it might be good, to be fair. I'm not saying that it's going to be bad. I think they're going to, if they stuff Craven in that movie, that's a disservice to Craven. In Spider Man 3? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he needs to also be in Spider-Man 3. He needs to be the main, the only villain. Mm-hmm. Only one. Not one of the... No, only one. Because it would make sense to have a story like that That would be close to like... Uh, the last Close hunt. to like, you know, the last hunt. Like, but how are they... It, yeah, it's a weird setup, especially considering they want to tie stuff into Doctor Strange and vice versa, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're going to see. We are definitely going to see. Because they even mentioned like Tom Hardy's Venom, though. may not see. Uh, this new Batman movie is uh, struggling a little bit. Because yeah. Rob Patterson uh, just ain't about that in shape life, apparently. <laughs> Well, he said he won't. He won't gonna live. You know, he was like, "My Batman ain't gonna be all muscle bound. I ain't doing shit." <laughs> I hear the problem is that his stance on not lifting had him show back up for filming much noticeably smaller than he was when he begun filming, and at this point, they're just asking him to be that. <laughs> wow. Hey, well, wow. there was some, there was some talk. He was like he. He told people, you know, he enjoyed the idea that he could ruin the movie if he wanted to. Yeah. But oh, isn't bro. that a problem? <laughs> if that's who you've cast? <laughs> hey. Yeah. They, they, they already locked in on it. They're very locked in. And it's unfortunate for them. This is literally like getting a job and then going, I can't be fired now. Because we, I, y'all are already paying me. And they already showed the trouble that got people hyped for them. Yep. yep. Hey, it could sound like that shit. 
Oh, they can't know. No, because that's a reverse Sonic. Because people hated the first Sonic trailer. And <laughs> here's the thing: this is a flesh and blood human being. They can't CG everything. They would have to do reshoot. Oh, I mean, oh. realistically, they could play his face and just let him be Bruce Wayne. Yeah, yeah, but we already. Oh yeah, that would you already saw how much like the reshoot the Justice League. You ain't gonna see this. You ain't gonna see that movie for two more years. He's gonna get fired. Believe out of craziness, and Ben Affleck gonna refilm that cast role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you high. So hey, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm gonna say to that, bro. <laughs> Oh man! Yeah, but speaking of Batman, great danger. This has been kind of a DC heavy episode. Let's dive into it though. Three Jokers, man. Three Jokers. For those who don't know, is a new comic that talks about the three separate Jokers that kind of solves the mystery that DC planted a few years back in the comics, where there's actually multiple Jokers. So now. We have part two. This is a full spoiler kind of deep dive into it. Spoiler, so, spoiler okay. alert. Yeah, so we will say that we will say this now. You know, if you want to read it, stop right now, pause it, pause it, go read it, come back and listen to the rest of it. All right. So we're being nice about this. Yeah, literally, we're just gonna throw stuff out there. So if you didn't want to hear it, it's now your fault yep. and your problem. <laughs> we cannot be held responsible for you getting this spoiled. So so then, D, what are your thoughts two episodes in? Uh, I... I mean, not two episodes, sorry, two issues in. Two issues in. I am really, really want to know if the Jokers know what other Jokers know. Um, because I am not convinced that... I want to say it's the comedian, the one who had... Um, Red Hood now, mm-hmm. not the one he shot, but the other one that had yeah. him and was beating him. I'm not 100 percent sure he's the one who originally killed Red Hood. I think it was the one Red Hood shot, and I think they're just kind of hive minded, like they do have all the same information. They're just not the same person. But I can't prove that yet, and I think that would be so devastating to Joker's because we already know he can create Joker's. And if they all have the same knowledge and are different people and can just, you know, act independently with the same information, rough. Because they can take credit for everything that always happens, though it's not them. And the Joker is such a big deal. <laughs> yeah. And it's crazy because it has kind of a horror feel to it. Yeah. Like, it, and it's it's really interesting. Like, the art vibe, the color, um especially shout out to the colorist Brad yeah. Anderson because that color work in that comic, yeah. it gives it a real different type of feel. Also, I didn't know how terrifying Joker dogs were until my brain really put Joker dogs into like thought. Yeah. I mean, Jokerized anything is kind of It's, it's terrifying. Like, yeah. like Jokerized will, birds. Like, <laughs> I, will, I, will throw, I will throw this out because like, I always thought it was funny. Uh, so the Joker is immune to fear gas, like uh, Scarecrow stuff, because mm-hmm. they always had a running gag of where the like the sca- like Scarecrow would try to hit him with it. And there was one like uh from, like from back in the day where he hit him with it, 
And this joke was like, oh God, oh, oh, oh God, this is terrible. This is terrible. It doesn't work. You do realize I'm immune to this. Like, what am I afraid of? I'm not afraid of anything. And then hit him with a chair. <laughs> beat the dogs not up. And was like, yeah, bro, look, you ever do that again, I will kill you. <laughs> it's like, I'm Joker. I'm literally never shooketh. So, yeah, it, it's, a, it's a scary idea to think that, like, honestly, in all the years this character has existed, there is nothing that he's afraid of, nor is there anything that we know about him. Even with, like, you know, it being... Because, like, yeah, the Joker, like, has been around for decades, and we still don't know anything about him. Yeah. And it would make sense story. that we don't know anything about him because it would be impossible if he's 30 people at any given time. Yeah, and I like that they're playing off the idea that uh, what they did in Gotham, which a lot of people were like, oh, that's stupid. That's stupid, but it kind of does make sense. What if the Joker's an idea? Like that there's always consistently a joker or more jokers that you can condition, like certain people can be conditioned. That's why the, the origin story is always different. That one could be the guy who had the one bad day or one could be, you know, the guy who murdered, like who, who essentially orchestrated like a crime. Or say it, it's and an interesting one though. It really is. It's like what he said, um, Jason, when he was beating him, like, you know, he said, you could have been another Joker. I mean, she like, what you mean? Thinking he still could be. Mm-hmm. And that's the interesting thing. Like, I think they're grooming Red Hood. Yeah, yeah, to be a Joker. Yeah, that's where I think they're going. And I know some people don't like this story. Like, I know I've been seeing a lot of flack on it. But there's something about it I like. Yeah, it is. It's very interesting to me. Yeah, it's that's what it is. Story. Yeah. Like because Batman being pretty okay with the fact that Red Hood killed Joker. Mm. Is he okay because of how he feels about you know the situation that you know this is kind of his fault, or is he quietly okay because he now understands that just because he killed a Joker doesn't mean the Joker's gone? Yeah, like, and that brings the point. That brings to mind the whole fact that it's this infectious idea you yeah. know this thing that's always been implanted that will never go away yeah because you know it's common knowledge that like one of batman's greatest shortcomings is he won't deal with the joker it would be different though if he just literally can't oh real quick though uh has anybody been read has anybody read the uh joker like a uh, joker war joker stuff? no i was uh thinking about getting on that actually Oh, I will. We will say that for another time because it does hit with something that ties into how we're talking about this, though. Like, which was really dope. Yeah, because like when they were torturing Jason, it gave that kind of death in a family feel. Yeah. To it, and I was like, "What? What?" And I know the writing could be better. I will say that I do think there are some issues with the writing, but the artwork and color work make it for me. Yeah. Like I, I'm really digging this art style. Like it's done very. It, it, this it's the first time I wrote a story about a Joker trying to turn one of um, Batman's um, Robins into one of his own, or two Joker versions. But like you said, CJ, as much like I, I always like redemption stories, or at least anti-heroes, even you know they're trying to do good or they're doing you know whatever. This makes sense in a way if that's where they're going. But also think it's predictable too. Well, I think it's an interesting story to see if 
Batman's willing to go to keep Red Hood. And I think what D's saying makes sense, yeah. right? If and I like his kind of point of of his shortcoming, how they're trying to negate it by the simple fact that he just can't deal with the Joker, right? Yeah. Like he literally, no matter what he do, because you know, most people always bring up, well, yo, as many you people killed do, him. Yeah, like you should have yeah. killed him. Now his response could be, Well, even if I kill him. Yeah. Well, no, because to <laughs> me, there's also the the quiet thing of because Bruce never says any or Batman never says anything of why he can't kill him outside of like he doesn't want to be if he kills someone, then he is the darkness. But he never specifies, like, I won't kill the Joker. I think it's an interesting story that if this all plays out and we find out that Batman has killed the Joker, it just didn't matter. There was a Joker. So he stopped killing them because at least he knows what Joker he's dealing with inevitably. Well, and also his heart. Yeah, but also like hard too. His heart because Red Hood, Jason is also his greatest failure. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. So Wait, if you flip that and he it. does end up becoming a joker or D keeps, that's why it's gonna be hard. Why I still have that's what my, like you said, CJ, why can't he kill the Joker? Even using Red Hood again, his failure. This is his time to redeem his failure. That's what I think they're gonna well, set up. Well, and if you look at it like this too, Batman's reaction to when they were like, Oh, yeah, so there's three jokers. Like, you notice how the other two, like, Batgirl and Jason Todd was just like, oh, shit. And Batman was just like, well, you know, it, he treated it like it's something that he already knew. Batman's kept, reactions have been very sketchy to me in this. Yeah. Because like they've he, been he didn't seem shocked or surprised that there's multiple Jokers. He didn't seem that concerned but, that there was multiple Jokers. But this is, but this is, but he already did know, because didn't he remember he said well, no, Yeah, because that, of the, yeah. because of the, uh, the, the Mobius here. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah like but he, I get he what he's saying. His sense of urgency on like, it. Yeah, it, no, that like, is good. to me like you have even if like like if Superman finds out that Lex Luthor clones himself twice, he immediately has a sense of urgency unless he's been dealing with that fact already. Yeah, and you saw too when you know Batgirl, like when Barbara Gordon was like, "You, we, if we would have known that we could have saved Jason, like you know." Why did you let it get to this point? And he was just like, well, I'm going to be real with you. You know, I thought Jason would have turned out like you. I wanted him to be like you. Yeah. It's like, and then, uh, you know, when she, when Barbara's letting Bruce know that he killed the Joker, like, there was not a moment of Batman feeling any kind of way that there was a Joker gone. It was immediately, yeah. well, you got to, you know, the circumstances are a little, we just need to find him. It's complicated. Like it's unconcerning to him that the joke that a Joker died, and to me, that's only unconcerning if he's been dealing with the fact that there are more than one Joker for longer than what we've seen in this. And it, and it seems too close to home too, especially with the whole fact that the Joker, like you know, managed to find Joe Chill, the same mm -hmm. dude who killed Batman's parents, which means that he knows who Bruce Wayne is. Yeah, but they even play on that in the Joker War, right? So yeah. you know, oh well D you don't know, so never mind. So I won't spoil it. Oh no, no, yeah. it's it's not it's not a big it's not a big spoiler. Yeah, but the spoiler in Joker War is that Oh, I don't mind spoilers on it. Is that Joker oh. already knew that Batman's been Bruce Wayne for a while. Like he's known it like almost yeah. his whole time. He just liked the game. And and you'll really like the Joker War like storyline mainly because it does address the whole 
Well, you do realize that all of the suffering that Gotham had has had to deal with is because of you and the Joker and your inability to deal with the problem. You hereby have become the problem. The Joker has somehow managed to continue to warp you so much that you think you're doing good, but essentially you're the very thing that's killing God. And plus, it ends up corrupting Wayne Enterprises, which is why I was joking about fuck Wayne Enterprises. Mm. If you read that storyline, you yeah. don't know why. So, but yeah, yeah like, but back to Three Jokers, man. Like, it's interesting. Like, I will say it's not written the best, but I'm really interested in the psychology of it. Yeah, like, it's not the greatest story ever, but it is it, a pretty interesting, interesting Batman story. Yeah. yeah, that psychology of it really is interesting to me. Particularly because I know it's predictable with Red Hood being Joker, but sometimes just because it's predictable doesn't mean that's not the right path to go down. And it's also only predictable if that is what happens. Yeah, that's true. Very true. They could change it on us in a minute. Well, because there's this, also another scenario where Red Hood is killed again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, takes place, this takes place in its own like uh, continuity now. Because like, uh, they were originally going to tie it back to a few other things with the whole, you know, like, uh, like a doomsday clock thing. But I feel like if it did end on some weird, weird, like, a uh, finale, it would have to do with the fact that Batman could potentially be another Joker. I was thinking that too, quick. Yeah. That is an interesting story, yeah. especially with the newest Batman game coming out, him not being in. <laughs> and particularly with the announcement of DC Future um, and how they're going to tackle have a new Batman, have a new kind of Wonder Woman and a new Superman, which is interesting, too, because y'all heard that announcement. Um, it's called DC Future State. I don't know if it's canon yeah. or not, but they're announcing that, for example, in that storyline or in that timeline, Superman had an internet, had some type of incident, so he banned himself from Earth. So his son is now Superman. Batman is apparently dead, and then Wonder Woman has a new uh, person as well with Nubia along for the ride. So, yeah, I mean, but yeah, I, so far, Three Jokers, I'm interested enough to finish it. Yep, I'm interested yeah. to keep going. Yeah, I'm interested enough to finish it. So, I'm really looking yeah, forward to that. Yeah, because like we said, for its shortcomings, it still raises like a legit, you know, like, question of, you know... Because, I mean, how, honestly... For as long as Batman and the Joker have been playing this game, unless the Joker has legitimate superpowers to some degree, Batman's had to kill him by mistake, right? It could have been like, you're going back to Arkham, Joker. Ooh, shit. I, like, I, you have to think about how many people Batman has killed by mistake. Oh, yeah, with accident murderers by yeah. Rick Ross and Nas playing in the background. He blows <laughs> shit up. <laughs> oh, he got at least 50 bodies on him. Yeah, just so like, by accident. To me, like, it's going just... At... It's like the Joker is the... Realistically, outside of, like, the Penguin. The only Batman villain who's not, like, hard hard to kill. Like, they're usually pretty difficult to kill. Uh, well, but the whole... The, the, the whole way... <laughs> the whole way stuff is set up, though, like, because in a couple comics, they did play off of the messed up justice system and how Batman kind of was the fault for it, you know, with the whole fact that certain criminals were like, oh, yeah, Batman sent me to Arkham. Actually, you're not criminally insane. You're going to Blackgate. 
I can break out of Blackgate. It's just a prison. Yeah. Also, there's a, there's something to be said. Like again, if all the Jokers are different people with the same knowledge, like how Joker sometimes cares about Harley Quinn and sometimes he doesn't, but he always knows who she is because she didn't work with all of them at in Arkham. She worked with one of them. Look at it like one this. One of them could give a give a hell about her. Look at, look at it like this. Joker is going to the clown for DC. And check out our podcast, VC, like a VCW, for more wrestling stuff. Now y'all get it. Y'all get the integration. You know, <laughs> last year was about branding. This year about expansion. Benny the Butcher, right? Anyway. Right? I hear you. I hear you. And we bring it back <laughs> full circle. <laughs> but nah, since this is October, though, but to sum that up, Three Jokers, definitely, I think if you haven't read it, at least read it. You might have a different opinion than us. But I think it is interesting enough with some of the plot points. At least finish yeah. it. It's only a three-issue miniseries, so mm-hmm. give it a read. But yeah. D, a good I'm, thinker. I'm coming to you on this last one because this is it's Halloween time. I know you're a horror you person. Oh, and Quinn, wow. no, but you, you haven't seen this show. That's the only oh. reason I'm asking. Yeah. yeah. The Haunting. Baby. That's come on Netflix. Did the Haunting you... of Blind Manor. Yeah, just give us your thoughts. Um, it is not as spooky time as the Haunting at Hill House, but it is a great story. I think the story itself is a better story, uh, but it is less scary. It's creepy. It's still very, very creepy. Uh, I think it's done very well. I also appreciate because just like in the realm of the American Horror Stories you have pretty much all of the same actors who were in the first one. They're just playing different people because it's a different story. Uh, I do like that in series these days where like you're, you know, you have like a four season series, but every season is, but you know, within itself, but it's still the same actors. <laughs> people play different roles and that's fine. <laughs> but I think it's a good story. I do like it. Okay. It says, Quinn, I don't want you to feel left out since, you know, you're a hard person, too. Give us, you know, I don't want to do that. I ain't going to treat you like that. Give us a movie. For me and T, who are not horror people, give us three movies we should watch. Three movies that you should watch? Um, One, most definitely, because did y'all see this one? Uh, It's called Host. And it's essentially set it like it's set up in what we're doing now, you know. Hold on, which host, Quinn? You know, there's three hosts. Not, 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 not the Korean host though. That shit, <laughs> you should watch that one though. That shit is dope though. But this one's uh from this year, and it's got a couple friends getting together for like a Zoom call, and shit get a little wild. That's all I can say. Uh, but yeah, that's a real good one. It's a short one, so yeah, if you can go ahead and find it through any means on the internet, I highly recommend that one because it, it, it'll, it'll skip shit out of you though when it pick up. Um, another one is, this one came out a while back and it's based on a, on a short story that you can find on YouTube as well uh, called Lights Out. Like From that short story, they made a full-out movie that, yeah, it, it, it's going to mess with you. Creepy. And and uh, just for all my folks, because I'm doing this in the sense of, you know, it, not everybody's going to be able to find shit on streaming. 
But if you just want to get some good horror movie stuff in, uh, there is a series of short movies that have come out using Jason that have been really dope called uh, Never Go Hiking Alone. And they just did one called Never Go, like Never Hike Alone in the Snow. And yeah, like they, the production value on it and the fact that it's just a fan project, they managed to get old boy uh, Tommy Jarvis, who was the cat who was like hunting Jason. They managed to get him back for like two of the movies. Oh, nice. So yeah, yeah, like if you just got the time, you just want to chill, check those out. And I got plenty more, but figure out throw those out there, you know, because we almost get into Halloween and which do we want to do like a, yeah. a little, little seasonal thing? We want to do a Halloween like, you know, oh yeah, episode. man. You know what I'm saying? Pumpkin lattes on deck. I'm with that shit. Oh, you talking about like? Oh, I'm down with that, man. Pumpkin lattes. You know what? We yeah. could have we could have a movie watch, and if I get to pick the movie, I'll even drink the pumpkin lattes. Goddamn right, it's pumpkin season. Oh. It's spooky oh. time, bitches. <laughs> Damn right. Yeah, we- Get the yeah, pumpkin lattes. No, I'm just fucking yeah, with we, should totally, we should totally like just get get in on this, have some fun with it. Cause hell, hey, like, uh, we, watch the trailer for um, Come Play. It oh, premieres this Halloween. Oh, another one that ties into our nerd stuff because uh, for a while it was coming out. It's by Boom Studios. They did. Uh, it's called uh, The Empty Man. Because it came out a while back, like, uh, I think it was a little short run series by uh, Cullen uh, Bunn, who did a bunch of the, mm-hmm. he did, who wrote some of the Marvel stuff too, did some DC stuff, but he's no, most no, notable for, like, his horror stuff in comics. Yeah, that one got picked up by Fox, and they said it's supposed to come out, uh, yeah, this year. Like, I think he did this month, or, or they're pushing for December. Spooky time, spooky time. Yeah, and in that essence, man, definitely just a couple more recommendations on the comic side. Lock and Key. If oh, you're just trying yeah. to get your scary on, read Lock and Key. And I'm gonna give you a, I'm gonna give you a sleeper. Afterlife with Archie. Telling you, hey, that was that was a good one. That, that was, was a really good one. I know you're thinking Archie and Riverdale. Don't sleep. It's really nah. good. And yeah, that... do do hip hop. Some hardcore albums, Ghetto Boys, gripped it on that other level. Mind of a Newland Tick is fucking sick on that. It's fucking sick. Like it's super dark. So, <laughs> if yeah, and, and uh, Grave Diggers, that was a project that had RZA in it. So, y'all definitely check that yeah, out if y'all so want to get it. Some, you know, just to set the vibe, six feet deep, you know, with some Grave Diggers. So, just to set the vibe for your October villains and vinyl style. But, all right, man. My bad, three six mafia too. Definitely. Well, so, three three six bullets. celebrate all year long. <laughs> bomb thugs. But um, would you consider bomb thugs hardcore? No, but you go put an East nineteen ninety nine Eternal or some Mr. Ouija or Murder. To yeah, get your fair. Halloween vibe. Like, they got- that's fair. Yeah, yeah, and the same clown. No, we're not about to say them. All right. No, so. no, they don't get no play on here. <laughs> but nah, uh, insane clown posse. But all right, man. Thank y'all as usual for listening, man. We just kind of want to talk to y'all. It's been a while since we talked some nerd and hip hop ish. Follow us on Instagram at Villains and Vinyl. 
um, Twitter at Villains Vinyl. We are wherever you can listen to podcasts. Please leave a like, comment, you know, let us know how we doing. We appreciate the love. It's been growing steadily. Thank y'all, man. Any parting shots? Anybody want to? 33 days. Was it 33 days? Cyberpunk. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. And also, if y'all haven't, you know, get on that Ghost of like Shishima, like, uh, like multiplayer, because that just dropped. So we want to oh, see y'all on it. And that's got some go good vibes going that. on it, you know? So <laughs> that's where I'm going to be at right there. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, shout out the champions. Um, yeah. is unleashed. Those podcasts always gives us props. So I want to give them props back. Uh, yeah. all right. Anything else? Anything else? Uh, Spider Man Three up. first look promised by the end of twenty twenty. Oh, they that true of it. Okay. The Andrew Garfield and Tim McGuire are unconfirmed by Sony. Which makes that, sense. They went. That was their them. statement, but they didn't say it was false. Yeah, so they they're they not gonna confirm. They're gonna try to play that one close to the vest for as long as possible. So that makes well, sense. We we gonna get a little tease then. Not wrong with a little tease sometimes. Uh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot, DJ! I'm looking at this. I'm looking at this Catwoman future state. This thing you was talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We can talk about that one next time. But yeah, you all late okay. to the party now. I'm about to say, bro. <laughs> so I was looking up everything. You, you in was the middle of the show now. We at the end. Oh man, oh. that ganja, ganja! <laughs> I know we had end. That was my parting shot. Bang bang, bang bang! I shot it down. Bang bang! Cougar conqueror out. What the? Man, I'm not saying <laughs> nobody. No, I'm, no, no. <laughs> just no. I like how it just all fall apart at the very end of our episodes now. <laughs> Cause we clocking out. That's how you do. We clock out. <laughs> I'm not saying you that's the last ten minutes. You just look at the clock. Yeah, I'm not saying these porn names. Okay. All right. Well, e- well, either way. With that said, we love y'all. Thank y'all so much. All eleven of y'all and everybody else who y'all been telling. Keep the love coming. We will keep doing these until we can't do it. Until we're rich and famous, which I'm hoping that soon, right? That's right. We about to get this Villains and Vinyl OnlyFans popping. And like that, we <laughs> out of here. Night sticker. See you soon. <laughs> 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 you damn right. <laughs>